0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, conversationalists across the land. Actually, across the world. Since we, uh, we here at America's Web Radio and the On Point with Victor show, we actually do have listeners from outside the country. It's it's quite amazing the reach that we have. But uh, but welcome, one. Welcome all. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. I hope you had a great uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, maybe you didn't have to work. Uh, some people did. So, uh, I hope if you went out and enjoyed your extra time off that you were nice to all the people that were working. Uh, you know, restaurant people, retail people. You know, if you went out there and if you're able to go out and shop in this Biden economics, <laughs> Bidenomics, how do they call it? Bidenomics. I mean, these people are delusional. Uh, and, and they're gonna find out. They're gonna find, and the polls are starting to show it. And ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake. Make no mistake. Summer's over. I know in many parts of the country it's still 90 degrees and the panty waste environmentalist whack job Marxists are out there along with the Democrat Party, uh, trying to tell you that it's some kind of, uh, man-made 90 degrees and that's a bunch of hogwash. We, we know that. Uh, but, uh, but I know there are parts of the country that are still kind of warm. You know, summer, I, I you can look back years and years and years and years and years and years and years, and years ago and see that sometimes summer it'll it, it'll want it wants to get to October. But no matter what, no at least in in my experience and I'm mostly in the south, uh my experience southeast, my experience is it doesn't matter. It can be 95 degrees all the way through September and into October. But by the time Halloween gets here, and everybody's ready to put on their sexiest costume they want with the least amount of clothing it'll be 30 degrees on halloween <laughs> and you got to put on your coat and your jackets and your and your sweaters and your long johns and everything else i mean I'm serious, folks. It, it, it cracks me up, but you watch. You mark my words. You're enjoying some hot weather now, but all of you are going to be complaining when it's 20 degrees outside, and I don't care where you are in the country. Most of the places, it's going to get cold or colder than it is now, and it always does. That's why we have this thing called summer, and we have this thing called winter. Uh, we have this thing called fall. We have a thing called spring. They're known as the seasons, and there's a reason why we. When people refer to them, they refer to them as the changing of the season. So, I mean, really, ladies and gentlemen, one of these days, one of these days, a lot of you low information voters out there, <clears throat> you uh, the, you guys who don't pay attention a lot, I guess, or not wall to wall. And look, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. If you go wall to wall news, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Look, I do it. Because it's my job to tell you what to think. I mean to tell you how to, I mean to give you an opportunity. <laughs> to explore some uh, different points of view other than the mainstream media. Uh, no, really folks. I you know me. I'll give you an analysis. I'll give you an honest analysis of what I see going on, but but I put myself through the the ridiculousness of of wall-to-wall news and 24/7 news. I mean, I've got family members that look at me and go, "My goodness, will you turn that crap off?" Um or, "Why are you doing research now?" You know, I I'm constantly in it. But that's okay. I do it because I I want to bring you the best show I possibly can bring you. I want to bring you entertaining radio. Now, yeah, I'm going to again. I'm going to give you an honest an honest analysis, and 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 in many cases you're going to get an analysis from me that you're not going to get anywhere else. It's just a different point of view, guys. I I am not an elitist. I am not an elitist academic. I never have been, and probably never will be. Um, I didn't graduate. I don't have a pedigree from Harvard. I'm not a lawyer. I, I am none of those things. I am just a a, a happy-go-lucky, run-of-the-mill, hard working dude who's been working since. My goodness, if I go back to my first job, I was probably eight years old because I wanted a bicycle, and my dad said, well, where are you going to get the money? And I said, well, from you, and he goes, no, um, there's a wagon outside, there's a bucket outside. Put the bucket in the in in the wagon. Put some water in the bucket. Here's a here's some soap. If you mix it, you'll have yourself some some soapy water. You can take the sponge and you go around and you wash people's cars. And you know what? They'll pay you money for your hard work. And sure enough, he was right. And and I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, I know you may laugh at this, but because of those little odd jobs that my dad had me doing. Whether you call them chores or whatever you want to call them, that started at a young age. And then by the time I was 14 or 15, I went and got that actual job. And, and I have been working ever since. So I am not your silver spoon Biden or your silver spoon Clintons or any of those other elites and the Republican side either. I actually had to work for a living and, and I still do. I still do. So you're getting a different analysis from me and legend Dave looked like you've got a comment.
1: I started, uh, um with black and brown two brushes and a couple of old rags okay you know what that was
0: i'm almost afraid to ask what you were cleaning
1: (laughs) i was polishing shoes
0: oh there you go wow At, yeah. at
1: about 8 years
0: old. You know, as a kid, I spent a lot of time in Mexico City and and I now I was fortunate enough to have a very hard working family and and didn't have to go at the age of 4 and 5 years old, but there are there are children all over Mexico and and South America, Latin America who shine shoes, David, at they're, a very early age.
1: They're on any any base that you find, right? And uh starting, uh, you know, as soon as they can walk, almost they will be on an air force, mm-hmm. army, marine, whatever it is. They will be on that base, polishing. shining
0: yeah. away and polishing away. Yeah, That's right. You know,
1: I, uh, I don't know about you, but uh, there are not many. Things on a national scale mm-hmm. are people that, uh, will bother me. Right. But w- this past weekend, we lost one of the greatest.
0: Oh, yeah. You, you're talking about, uh, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett.
1: Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. I, his music and his, just his, he, you know,
0: Jimmy Buffett could put you in a good mood. Oh yeah! No, no matter what, he could put well, you. in and, and, and exactly where 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 did that come from? Well, it came from Jimmy Buffett. It's five o'clock somewhere. And uh, David, you're absolutely right. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I I every well most of you who listen to me while well, you know that I'm a, a an avid music lover. I, I listen to just about every genre. There's something I can listen to in, in music, and and Jimmy Buffett was. uh I there won't be another Jimmy Buffett, I, you know, or maybe there will be, but we'll see. Uh, but uh, but he, whether you loved him, hate him, you couldn't not recognize his music. Right. Uh, I mean, uh, Jimmy Buffett is a staple. Um, whether again, whether you enjoy that genre of music or not, you know that song, and and you may not ever, you may be one of those people who never bought a Jimmy Buffett album, record, CD. Uh, you never downloaded him on your device. I never played him when you're alone or together with people, but the minute you're at a party and a Jimmy Buffett song comes on, you know what it is and you're singing along. <laughs> Am I
1: right, oh, David? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, you know, like I said, people come, people go, we're mm. born to die. Right. And, you know, but I, In my lifetime, we've had a lot of, you know, everybody from Elvis up and down the gambit. But, Mm -hmm. you know, for some reason, this weekend and the death of, well, one thing, the same age, but... uh, All right. You know, just... It really, really—it uh, it was a shock.
0: It, it yeah. really was. It was a shock, and and uh, he'll be missed. He'll be missed. And 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 if you're not familiar with him, you—I guarantee you—you you know his music. Just go look him up. Because oh, yeah. if you've been to a party, whether it be a college campus or, uh, Margarita or I, I anywhere, yeah, yeah, exactly. And especially if you're on the coast, anywhere. If you're on a party on a coast, it's it's Buffett, and it's uh, yeah, you can't you can't. You cannot miss or mistake his music for anyone else. You really can't. And 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 you're right, David. We've lost some good ones. And uh, now there are people out there who think Elvis and uh, some of these guys are sitting up uh, space somewhere with some UFOs. And well, <laughs> if those of you who believe that, well, gosh, I've got I've got a bridge. Uh, I like Biden have a bridge across the Indian Ocean. I want to sell you. But
1: <laughs> well, Biden has nowhere to live.
0: <laughs> but, but, yeah. Oh my goodness, it's it's so crazy, but. But that's true. I mean, we've lost some good my goodness, we lost Van Halen not too long ago. Uh, Eddie Van Halen. I mean, uh, what a what a guy. But uh but yeah, Jimmy Buffett, he'll be missed. So if you if you and and I'm serious about his music. It'll put you in a good mood, folks. If you if you if you're feeling down and and nothing else is working for you, put on a little Jimmy Buffett. I'm I'm telling you, you can't not be in a good mood it. Even, and and look, take it from somebody like me. I don't drink. I never have and never will. I'm too old to start drinking now, so I don't drink. So I I don't do the margaritas and the rum and cokes and things like that. But I can still enjoy the music. The music still makes me feel like, man, I want to go to the beach. I mean, just sitting here talking about it right now wants me to plan a vacation to Mexico. I want to go sit on the beach somewhere because we're talking about Jimmy Buffett. That's how powerful of a legacy Jimmy Buffett uh, is leaving behind. So it's oh, it's a, he'll be missed.
1: Without a doubt. And, uh, you know, the talking about the beach, uh, you're at a restaurant at the beach all of the windows if they even have windows are up and there's mm-hmm. a breeze going through Oh, absolutely. And then there's Jimmy Buffett and um uh, Yep and just to, it's a mood you can't uh it really
0: is it really is and if you really want to experience it because and i bring this up because in a few weeks well in about a month or so i'm actually going to i have to go down to orlando and in orlando there is a a place a resort called margaritaville
1: wow.
0: and uh, and i'm actually going to be staying there for a couple of days i've got I've, I've got a speech that i'm doing down there and uh, speaking engagement and it's going to be fun, and i I can't wait because again, just that environment and and the the what they do at the margaritaville resort' that's, is that's, exactly. That's, that's, it's exactly what you're what you're talking about, David. Yeah, you you walk mean, that, through, and that was it. He owned it, and he yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. This was this was Jimmy Buffett. But exactly as David's explaining, you walk from the from the entrance of the lobby to the back out the back side to get to the pool and the area, water area. It's it's open and and the breeze is coming through, and it's just it's just fantastic. And even though I will be in the city of Orlando at Margaritaville, it will feel the minute I walk into the lobby. It will feel like I'm on the beach. It'll feel like I'm on the coast somewhere. And, and that's just, it's just awesome. So, so yeah, David, that he, Jimmy Buffett's gonna be missed. So folks, do yourself a favor. Uh, don't be bogged down with this news. Look, let me get bogged down with the news and I'll tell you what, uh, uh what you need to hear and what you need to know. And then you can decide what to think about it. And then when you get down and out, turn on some Buffett. And, uh, and if you're like me, You'll follow Buffett with some Iron Maiden and some ACDC and some Rush and some, <laughs> and some Anthrax and that'll really get your blood flowing. <laughs> so, you know, maybe, uh, maybe I'll do a song list. One, one show will do a list of recommended songs. Victor's recommendations and, uh, you might, uh, find yourself becoming a headbanger that you didn't know you were. <laughs> so. You
1: remember Enogada got Vida?
0: Enogada de Vida. Absolutely. You know, I used to know the story behind that song and I don't remember it, but. Now you made me. I'm gonna to have to look it up again. Iron Butterfly, but Iron Butterfly, absolutely. And I, but it's a funny story about how he, that song, what he was writing, and how it ended up being in the God of the, in, in in the Gada Davida, which uh which which is a neat story. So we'll have to we'll have to come back to that.
1: You're
0: old. Yeah, you would think so, <laughs> but you know this is the thing. Uh, I I just love music. And, and I love music going back to the forties, uh, your, your swing dance and, uh, all the way up to today. Uh, the big band, love them, love them. And, and I, now I will, I will definitely get, my heart is, is with heavy metal and, and I was an old punk rocker and, and I, and some of you know, I, I was in a band for many years. Uh, I, I do like the heavy stuff. I I like the rock and roll. I I like, I'm not a ballad guy. I'm not a... (laughs)
1: The best thing that happened though, and we mentioned this when we were talking about it before,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: was when, you know, we'd gone for years, uh, in years, with the guitar, Mm -hmm. and bass guitar, and uh, and drums. And mm-hmm. that was about it. Yep. And then up and comes Chicago.
0: Oh, and yeah. And they
1: See, reintroduced the brass. The brass. Absolutely. And, oh. And that, that right
0: there, David, uh, I, this is what I mean. I can go from bands like TSL, TSLOL, uh, to TSL, TSOL. Uh, I can go from Rhino Bucket. I can go to Iron Maiden and then go straight in to, um, to, to some of these, these other bands, including, uh, what you're just talking about. And it's a huge difference in genre, but the music is just, it, it just, it's, it does something to the soul. It does. It does something to the soul. There's, there's not a doubt in my mind. So, but, uh, but alright, folks. Uh, we, I'm sure you didn't tune in to hear our, our analysis of music, but hey, one day we'll, we'll talk about it. And if you have, you know something you want to ask me or about a band or anything or some bands you want some recommendations hey you can email me uh, victor at americaswebradio.com victor at americaswebradio.com i don't mind any topic that that's the beauty about the on point with victor show is we can always deviate and sometimes you need a break from this ridiculous mess that we call politics so so uh you can email me about anything I am sure I'm actually already starting to get people reaching out. Uh, you listeners are amazing. You really are. Uh but yeah, hit me up. Tell me who your favorite is. Tell me tell me what gets you in a in a rock good mood. Uh because there's there's oh, man. uh man, there, I I could go on and on about music, but we'll we'll do that. Uh we'll, we'll have to do that for some of the shows. We'll we'll, we'll talk a little music uh I think you should all go look up the band Pointless, not just because I was in it, but uh, <laughs> I wrote a lot of the songs there. Uh, good music. That's that's my intro music, folks. When you hear the intro music, if you're new to the On Point with Victor show, the intro music you hear on my show is uh, from a band called Pointless, which uh, I was a founding member. So uh, it's it's enjoy it. If you want to hear more, hit me up. I'll send you some more tunes. <laughs> so maybe uh, maybe California Greg, if he's out there. There we go. <laughs> If California Greg's out there, um, he might get these songs up online where you can actually download them and enjoy them. Uh, you might like them. <laughs> so, all right, folks. So let's 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 get down to some business here. So, uh, so again, this is the On Point Victor Show. I am Victor Armanderis, There is the Mexican, not afraid to be American, and this is the America's Web Radio Station you are tuned into. So, listen. What did I tell you, folks? What did I tell you, folks? When this indict- indictment game started. When the Democrats finally decided, look, folks, this is a this is a first never in history, ever, ever, ever. And it's always been just a known protocol. You don't go indicting former presidents. You just don't do it. And then the Democrats decided, well, Donald Trump has to be the nominee in 2024. I am telling you, folks, don't doubt me on this. Don't doubt me. If you doubt me, you do it at your own peril. The Democrat Party decided that they must do whatever they can do to make Donald Trump the nominee for the Republican Party for 2024. I'm telling you. Now look, I I support Trump and I hope he smacks them around like crazy in 2024 and uh, and I hope this backfires on them, but I am telling you just as the Democrats look, the Democrats openly did this in 2022. They openly went and funded Republican candidates that they wanted to face. They wanted to face Herschel Walker. They wanted to face uh, uh, as um Oz in Pennsylvania. They wanted to face, um Kari Lake. They wanted to face some of these candidates, the guy in, uh, oh, I don't remember in, uh, I don't remember where, but, uh, but there's a few candidates, the Democrats actively on the Republican side, they, the Democrat party actively funded and put money and ran ads to, to get support for the Republican that they wanted to be the nominee because they thought they could beat him. And it worked for him in 2022. It didn't work for all of them, but it worked for enough to mitigate the Democrat losses in 2022. That's what they're doing for 2024. The Democrat Party and the media, especially the media. Look, folks, the media can't survive. Most of the media, MSNBC, CNN, these stations, they just can't survive without Donald Trump. That is why it is 24-7 Trump, 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 Trump. They can't survive without him. They want him to be the nominee in 2024, and the Democrat Party thinks they can beat him. The Democrat Party thinks they can beat Trump. They don't think they can beat anybody else, and they know. They know that – and the polling is starting to show this, ladies and gentlemen. The polling is starting to show that if you put anybody up against Biden uh, other than Trump – that, uh, DeSantis or a Tim Scott, that they're going to win pretty handedly. Now, I'm not saying Trump can't beat Biden. I'm just telling you with a poll. Look, again, don't get mad at me. I'm just bringing you an analysis of the news. I want you to know what the news is saying. I want you to know what the trends are. So I'm going to tell you, look, you guys should know by now that I'm not a sycophant for anybody. I, I can support Trump. I can support DeSantis. I can support anybody. But just because I support him doesn't mean I'm going to be a sycophant to him. I'm going to bring you the truth because I want to win. I want to win. I want to help this country. I want to help the people of this nation. And it ain't gonna, we're not gonna help them by, by, by Biden being reelected. So we're not gonna be help anybody with Democrats being elected. So I want to win. So I'm going to tell you information that I see. I'm going to give you my analysis so you can take that information and you can make the best choice. You can make your most informed choice and then decide who you're going to support. But I will tell you again. When the victor is Donald Trump, because it's going to be Donald Trump, I mean, I'm sorry, but Donald Trump's going to win this nomination, I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, Everybody's got to get behind him. Everybody's got to stand behind him because we have to make the Democrats' plan backfire in their face. We have to. We have to. So, but I understand if you don't want to support Trump now. I get it. I get it. And you go out like I told you before. I don't I'm not gonna get mad at you. I am not one of those again, I'm not a sycophant. So if you want to go support somebody else, go ahead. But you darn well better support the victor. And it's probably gonna be Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump must beat the Democrats. And why do I say Donald Trump must beat the Democrats? Uh look, any whoever it is, whether it's DeSantis or Scott or Haley, uh it, it doesn't matter. I I think it's going to be Trump, folks. I mean, I just look at the data. Uh the point is whoever it is, whether it's Trump or DeSantis or Tim Scott, they must beat the Democrats. And I say they must beat the Democrats because I'm still not convinced Joe Biden, the dementia patient, 10% Joe, vacation Joe, I am not convinced that he's going to be able to run in 2024. I am not convinced that the Democrats are going to allow him to stay on the ticket in 2024. Now, it's going to be hard to get him off that ticket because they don't want Kamala either. The only person they don't want more than the, than Biden is Kamala Harris. And they can't just say Biden move aside because then there comes Harris. They don't want that. So the Democrats have put themselves in this in this corner where they've got to figure out a way to remove Biden and Harris. They have to figure out a way to remove the team. And that's going to be hard for them to do, ladies and gentlemen. So there's a good chance they're they're going to prop Biden up and he's going to be the nominee. But I also – I believe firmly that – if anybody can figure out a way to screw a democrat, it's a democrat. <laughs> so, I let me say that again. If anybody can figure out a way to screw the democrats, it's the democrats. These people are look what they do to republicans. Look what they've done to Trump. Trump doesn't deserve what's what's been done to him, but the democrats are amazing at 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 fooling the low-information voter, they're amazing. Look what they've done to the black voter. Democrats are actively killing the black family, and they've been doing so since the 60s. They've been doing this for for years and years and years and years. Uh, the Democrats have used and abused the black vote, but yet – because of the media and because of the the unbelievable consistent awful and wrong but the consistent messaging coming from the democrats look how many people in the black the black voting community how many they fooled and they continue to fool because they continue to vote in such large numbers for the democrat party which is the party that is abusing them but they do it anyway that's the messaging from the Democrats. So the Democrats have done, look, Donald Trump is the most investigated human being on the planet and they still haven't been able to put him in jail. Why? Why? Because clearly he's not a criminal. Clearly he's not out there doing crimes like they're telling you that he's doing, but yet they have you convinced that he's, that he's guilty. You know, there's a thing called presumption of innocence in this country. That's what makes us different from every other country, but yet the media and the Democrats will have you believe that Trump is guilty. Just just found he found him guilty without a trial. That that's ridiculous, folks. But yet, so many low information voters believe it. So so, the polling. Let me tell you, the polling while it shows DeSantis beating Trump and it shows most other, anybody else beating. I'm sorry, DeSantis beating. Biden and most any other Republican being beating Biden, it has Trump tied with Biden Now, I will tell you this: the Democrats are going to start to panic because the fact that Trump is tied in the in the polling averages he 's tied with Biden, and there are polls now starting to show look there are some radio hosts that don 't want to admit this, and there 's people out there that don 't want to admit this but i'm again, I will tell you what I see, and I will tell you what I think and i 'll give you the analysis of that what I believe and and donald trump to to sit there and say that donald trump's going to lose to biden I don't think that's so true uh, uh maybe a few months ago it well, it was true but now uh when you look at the polling averages uh Donald Trump is tied with biden uh, or there are some showing him beat beating biden there there was one out over the weekend that had When you put in the third – look, there's going to be a third candidate. There might be a third and fourth candidate. Don't don't pay much attention to these polls that just are showing Biden versus Trump or Trump versus Biden. See, they want to use those polls because those are the polls that will show Trump and Biden tied or they'll show Trump with a tiny percentage ahead or they'll show Trump losing to Biden. But those aren't – I don't think those are going to be accurate because to sit here and think that there's not going to be a third-party candidate, you're you're kidding yourself. Because you've got this um, – oh, I don't remember his name, but that professor dude, he's going to run as a third-party. And you've got this organization, uh, uh, No uh, no Boundaries, No Wall. What is that name of that? Um, no – I don't remember what they're called now. But uh, I'm having a Biden moment. But you've got that organization out there that's trying to get – uh, the guy from West Virginia that I told you not to trust, but too many of you trust him anyway, um, they're trying to get him to run. They're trying to get third party. So there's probably going to be a third and fourth party, maybe a fifth. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, now you're going to see an all-out effort of the Democrats to, to not allow their fellow Democrats to be put on the ballot. Now – Pay attention to this. You Democrat sycophants out there, pay attention to this. You're going to see the Democrat party, not the Republican party, you're going to see the Democrat party actively moving in each state to try to get certain Democrats to not be allowed to be on the ballot. They're not going to allow Cornell West, that's his name, Cornell West, who's the Democrat professor, who wants to be a third party candidate. They're going to try and hold him off. Now, we're going to be the shouts for racism. I, I won't hold my breath, but I'll wait patiently for, for the, the, all you activists out there who call all the Republicans racist and you call Trump a racist. Well, when it's the Democrat party that, that stops Cornel West from being on the ballot, I, I'm going to just sit patiently and wait for you to scream racism. Because it is the Democrat party that's gonna stop Cornell West. It ain't the Republican party. It's the Democrat party that's going to put barriers up for the black man who wants to be on the ballot. And I'm sorry folks, in this country, if you, if you meet the requirements and you pay the dough, you should be on the ballot. You should be on the ballot. That's the great thing about this country. And I don't care if it's the Republican Party or the Democrat Party. Neither one of those parties should be able to restrict ballot access. Oh, but they will. And the Democrat Party will lead the way. The Democrat Party will be the ones who try and do everything they can to stop a black man in Cornell Car- West from being on the ballot. You watch. You mark my words. But he's going to get on some ballots, folks. There's going to be – and then there's going to be the uh, no-labels. That's it. No labels. See, the difference with my Bidenisms is they go away and then my my regular uh, brain takes over. Um, no labels. No labels. Looks like they're going to have a third party candidate. And uh, and that's where you need to look at, at these polling averages when, when they're including a third party candidate. All right, folks, we got to take a break. Don't you go anywhere. The little profit timeout. We will be right back. This is the On Point with Victor show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. This is the America's Web Radio Station. I am Victor Armander is with the On Point with Victor Show. All right, folks, let me get back to this. So what did I tell you? I told you when these indictments started to fly, when all the pundits, uh, well, many pundits were telling you and a lot of talk show hosts were telling you that Trump would never be convicted. And what did I tell you? I said, Nah, don't be so sure. Don't be so sure because... There's a reason that these that it's the most libtard of libtard cities that are trying to get these trials to take place. They're, for example, Washington D.C. There, there, there's a reason that uh, Jack Smith, whatever that dude's name is, the prosecutor, the special prosecutor, that he's going to fight tooth and nail to not allow this trial to be moved. Look, Donald Trump is not going to get a fair. Uh, jury in, 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 in Washington DC in the swamp. There is no, absolutely no way he gets a fair trial there. Absolutely no way. They know this, which is why they're going to fight to have the trial there. And the Obama judges or Clinton judges or whoever judges, they will do their dutifully part and make sure that Donald Trump gets tried there. So, don't be so sure that he can't be convicted now i don't think it's going to stop him it's not going to stop him from getting the nomination it's not going to stop him from from being able to beat biden hopefully but i'm telling you uh pay attention and how do i know this why do i think that he can be in, he, he can be charged and convicted uh because i i and and listen Donald Trump's lawyers are going to try and have these trials move to a neutral site. They're going to be, try to move now. I don't know where you can go where people don't know who Donald Trump is. I mean, that's just not going to happen. But you need to get into an area that's at least a little fifty-fifty, where where you can get uh, some jurors that are that you know are going to be anti-Trump, but you're going to get some jurors that will at least be open to to hearing the facts of the case. Um, that's not going to happen in the swamp. And how do I know this? Well. Glad you asked. A new Emerson College poll survey was done. A a polling survey was done this past weekend. 64%, 64% of the swamp residents, and I'm talking about Washington, D.C., where this 2020 election ridiculous trial is going to happen, 64% said they believe Trump is guilty as charged. Guilty. He, The man hasn't had a trial yet. Our whole foundation of judicial prudence in this country is based on the presumption of innocence. But don't tell the the, the, the residents of, of the swamp. Don't tell Washington, D.C. that. Because, see, when you have a Republican on trial, there is no presumption of innocence. He's just guilty or she, whichever. But right now it's Donald Trump. And 64% of the residents in this in, in the swamp are, are saying Oh, he's guilty. I don't need to hear a trial. I don't need to hear a trial. I I, I mean, folks, 64% said they would find Trump guilty. And, and get this, get this. Most of them, when asked, do you want to be on the jury? They said yes. Now, you go find me where 64% or, or, or even 30 or 40% of the people in this country will say, yeah, woohoo, pick me, I want to be on a jury. Most people in this country try to get out of serving on the jury. Now look, I think it's your civic duty. It's your civic duty to be, a, to be a juror. But most people in this country, most people will do everything they can. Bend over backwards to tightrope walking. They will do whatever they can to get out of being a juror and but yet when you go to Washington DC over 60% of the people there said not only did they say oh well I'm going to find him guilty because he's well you haven't heard the facts of the case no matter he's guilty those people and even a higher percentage want to be on the trial they want to be in the jury so they can be the one one of the ones to convict Trump you can't have an impartial jury that way. You cannot have a fair trial. So if they don't get this trial out of D.C., Donald Trump is all but screwed. <laughs> now, it isn't going to change anything, folks, because once he's charged in D.C., it'll go to the appellate courts. Or, and at some point, it's probably going to get to the Supreme Court and they're going to throw this mess out. They're going to throw it out. I don't know how you can't, um, because all the 2020 election, all this is this this 2020 election trial. The January 6th trial, all this is is trying to punish thought. Donald Trump didn't lead an insurrection. Donald Trump wasn't charged with the insurrection charge. If you are having a trial so-called for January 6th in, in uh insurrection and the guy you're charged is not charged with the insurrection clause, then you can't say this is an insurrection case, which is what they're trying to do. And and any juror worth worth an ounce of salt would look at this and go, wait a minute, you didn't charge him with insurrection, but yet you're trying to tell me to convict him for insurrection. No, that's not going to work. But yet in D.C., the Democrats know that majority of the people there already have Trump convicted in their minds. They don't need a trial. They just want to sit in a jury box so they can be one of the ones that say, yeah, I convicted Trump. Woohoo. So, so listen, I, I told you guys before, don't think Trump can't be convicted because they're coming after him and they're coming after him and these, these, these crazy left wacko wing, uh, radical uh people that will convict Trump before they even hear one word from the case. Uh, and so we're going to have to depend on the appellate courts where Trump is going to have to depend on the on the Supreme Court, because it's probably some of these cases, if not all of them, are going to get to the Supreme Court. But again, this 2020 election case, all they're doing is trying to 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 charge Trump and put him in jail for uh or fine him or whatever they're going to do to do they're trying to do it by they're trying to punish thought you, there's nothing wrong with questioning an election ladies and gentlemen and if you doubt me go look at a video i posted on my social media go look it's all over my social media you can find the post but if you're trying to tell me that you can convict and send trump to jail for questioning an election results. Well, then you're going to have to go put Hillary in jail. You're going to have to go put Stacey Abrams in jail. You're going to have to put Maxine Waters in jail. You're going to have to go put some other Democrats in jail. Schumer included. Pelosi included. Because all of them are on video denying an election result. They've been denying elections since 2000. They've been denying elections Ever since 2000, if a Republican wins, the Democrats deny the election results. They will tell you he's an illegitimate president or it's an illegitimate election and blah, 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 blah. They went as far as even to question the voting machines. The Democrats did this long before the Republicans did, long before Trump came along. So if you're going to tell me that you're gonna put Trump on trial and convict him because he dared question the the, the integrity of an election, then you gotta go back and you gotta go get all these Democrats who have been denying elections since the year two thousand. So look, it's just common sense, folks, like I always do on this show. This is common sense, this is a show of logic. And if you're going to try and, 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 and make, you, what they're trying to do is set the precedent. Look folks, there's no mistake what the Democrats are doing. They've been emboldened enough. See, this would have never happened a few years ago. But now, because of the wacko, radical mess that this country is in right now, the the radical left has a has such a stronghold on this comp, on this country now, and and they and they're so married to the corporate America where they're forcing the corporations to to bow to this wokeness mess and to push this wokeness mess. Because of all of this, the Democrat Party has become emboldened. So where they would have never set the precedent for indicting a president, now they're setting that precedent. And they would have never set the precedent of trying to punish thought. Well, now they want to – look, it's been a – the Democrats for a long time have wanted to criminalize thought. They've wanted to criminalize thought because they want to restrict speech. But you can't do it because of this great little document called the United States Constitution and this great little little Bill of Rights called the First Amendment. They hate it. They've hated it for a long time. Well, now, now they're going to try to set the precedent where, yes, we can punish thought. We can take your thoughts and take you to court, and we can charge you and turn you into a criminal because of the way you're thinking. And then once they do that, then they can restrict speech. And once they do that, bye-bye First Amendment. That's what's going on here, folks. And I'm telling you, it's not going to work because thankfully, thankfully, we have a Supreme Court right now that believes in the rule of law. We have a Supreme Court right now that at least has six justices that, for the most part, believe in the Constitution and they believe in the rule of law. So so I'm telling you, down the road, Trump will be exonerated. And the best exoneration will be for him to win the 2024 election Now, if he's the nominee, if he's the nominee. So... I just I, I want to tell you this because I told you guys to be be on the lookout. I, I don't don't believe that he can't be indicted, uh, can't be convicted because if these trials are allowed to take place in these radical left cities, then with these radical judges then uh, Donald Trump's going to be convicted, folks. Just prepare yourself for it. Prepare yourself for it. But the way to combat this, the way to combat this is to, if Trump wins the nomination for the Republican Party, is you stand with him. You stand toe-to-toe with Donald Trump. Because if he's the nominee, you we can't allow the Democrats to bastardize our judicial system. So if Donald Trump's the nominee, the way to get back, look, we don't need to riot. We don't need to have marches. We don't need to become Democrats. We don't need to use Democrat tactics. All we need to do is stand with Donald Trump, make sure we, we, we convince our friends and family and, and other people that that what the Democrats are doing is is, is bastardizing the, the judicial system. They're abusing the judicial system. They're doing a two-tier justice system. And if they can do it to Trump, they can do it to any one of you. So you better stand with Trump if he's the nominee. If he's the nominee, you better stand with Trump because the only way to push back against what the Democrats are doing is for Donald Trump to win the 2024 election. And, and that will be, that'll be a slap in the face of the Democrats, but they're going to deserve it. They're going to deserve it because, listen, they think they can beat Donald Trump. But I am telling you the winds are changing. The winds are changing. When you look at the polling averages right now where, where if it's Trump versus Biden versus a third-party candidate – then Trump is either tied with Biden or he's beating Biden. And I am sorry if you are the incumbent president and the guy that's trying to ouch you is tied with you, then he beats you. He beats you. So I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, um, Donald Trump can win. He can he can beat Biden. He, especially with these third party candidates and, and listen, don't really, don't listen to the media and don't listen to the Democrats. They're going to do everything they can to stop the third party candidates, but they're not going to be able to stop them everywhere. And then there's another thing. There's a whole nother thing that I started talking about a few weeks ago and I mentioned it last week. There's this thing called the Black vote. And they used to be 90 plus percent for the Democrats no matter what. That is starting to change, my friends. And Donald Trump has a, has an unbelievable opportunity, an unbelievable opportunity to really make inroads to the black, inroads to the black vote. Because why? What did I tell you? Donald Trump is now down for the struggle. Donald Trump has a mugshot and the, and and a lot of these low information black voters out there. And listen, there are low information Hispanic voters that are also, also moving to Trump because they're looking at this mugshot going, you know what? I had a mugshot or, or somebody in my family had a mugshot. They didn't really deserve it, but they had it. Or, or Kamala Harris, when she was DA or, or prosecutor in, in California, she put some of my family and friends in jail. They've got mugshots. Well, now President Trump has a mugshot and now they've got something in common with President Trump and they can see. They're not – the DOJ is not going after after Hunter Biden with the veracity they're going after Trump. The DOJ is not going after Joe Biden with the veracity that they're going after Trump. No, they're going after Trump because he's different. They're going after Trump because he doesn't they, – they don't like him. They don't like what he – it's not necessarily they don't like his skin color. In this case, they just don't like what he's saying. They don't like what he's about. They don't like the movement. Well, there's a lot of black voters and Hispanic voters who can relate to that. They don't like me because of my skin color, so I'm going to get a mugshot. I'm telling you folks, you, some of you may be laughing out there at what I'm saying at this analysis, but I am telling you Donald Trump is now down for the struggle. And if there's one thing that the, that low information black voters and low information Hispanic voters, these brown voters, one thing they understand is being down for the struggle. And that's the way they're going to view Donald Trump. And, and I'm telling you, this is changing the, the whole paradigm going into 2024. And David, you look like you've got a comment.
1: Well, you're, you're much more of an, um observationist than i am sometimes you watch trump and his actions and as we've spoken many many times and many other people have too trump easily beats himself with his mouth oh right (laughs) that's the only problem are you (laughs) you seeing any uh how can i say any um, be coming down.
0: Improvement. Any improvement. So here's what I'll say, and I'm glad you asked that, David, because I was going to get to this. Here's what I'll say. Um, listen, I, I, I I'm serious when I tell you guys, uh, Trump can win. Now you guys know I I have no problem if if DeSantis is the candidate. And I know DeSantis will beat the pants off the Democrats. I know it. I know it. And the polling is showing that. Um, and and listen, this is the the only reason I still bring up DeSantis is because he's the only one that still has a shot at uh, at dethroning Trump, if it's possible. Now, I I'm I'm telling you, I feel, um, and just from what I'm seeing, I don't think anybody's going to catch Trump. But if anybody could do it, it would be dissentus. Now, and I'll just – before I get into what David was talking about, let me just give you a recap. Let me tell you why I, I'm coming to the conclusions that I'm coming to and the analysis I'm giving you. Um, when you look at the polling averages right now, uh, after all that's been going on – and listen, last week – I told you guys we didn't see a bump in the, in the, in the Atlanta indictment of Trump. That, that that was gonna be the only indictment that we didn't see a bump for Trump. Well, I was wrong. It was just a little late. It was probably because maybe the holiday. We had a long weekend, you know, with Labor Day weekend. But that bump is now showing up. So Donald Trump is getting a mugshot bump. I don't think it's an indictment bump. I think it's a mugshot bump. And, uh, so let me give you real quick some of these polling averages. Trump right now after everything that's being said about him all the the and the Democrats trying to to raise money on the mugshot which just cracks me up because Donald Trump is raising more money on the mugshot than the Democrats are raising on the mugshot. Uh, Donald Trump I believe pulled in over 20 million dollars off of that mugshot and he's still raking in money from it. Um I, everybody in my family wants a t-shirt with Donald Trump's mugshot. I, I mean I'm just telling you ladies and gentlemen, uh, I have a Latino family and they want to support Trump I have members of my family. Let me tell you this. Now I know this is anecdotal. I know this is anecdotal, but this anecdotal evidence turns into real data, folks. It don't you don't mistakenly think that anecdotal uh, data doesn't turn into real hard data. So let me give you some anecdotal data from my own wheelhouse, from my my environment. So I am a Latino family, and and I've got uh, lots of family members in this country that, that are going to vote. And some of them had moved away from Trump and they were on the DeSantis team. Some of them have moved back to Trump. They moved back to Trump. Why? Because they know what's being done to Trump isn't fair and they want to rally around the president. It's not so much a rally around Trump. They're rallying around the president of the United States. They're rallying around the constitution and, and, and what's being done to Trump is wrong. What's being done in in the name of justice is wrong because the Democrats are bastardizing the the the, the Constitution. They're bastardizing the judicial system, and and their people don't like it. So so I am not I'm I'm not just seeing people that I don't really know well coming back to Trump. I'm seeing family members come back to Trump. So so I'm telling you folks that there are there's something happening on the ground because Donald Trump is down with the struggle and uh but let me give you these poll averages and then I'll get into what David the point David brought up when you look at the polling averages after everything has been said and done and and the mugshots made and then the fourth indictment done and media round the clock media trashing Donald Trump the media if you notice they don't want to talk about the economy they don't want to talk about and have to defend bidenomics And let me tell you something, folks, the Democrat Party has backed themselves into another corner with with latching on to the Bidenomics term because they own this. You can't say Bidenomics is great and then say, oh, well, except for the gas prices, that's Trump. Oh, except for the food prices, that's Trump. Oh, except for this, that's the Republicans. No, 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 no. You attached yourself to Bidenomics, Democrats. You're going to own it. And Bidenomics sucks. Unless you're on the – if you're an elitist on the coast, if you're on the coast of Nantucket, if you're on the coast of California, if you are out there uh, and part of the Democrat elite – you're part of the houses that didn't burn in Hawaii. <laughs> if you're part of the Democrat elite, then yeah, Bidenomics is great for you. It's working great. But if you're a a, a a a middle class, upper middle, middle middle, lower middle, if you're a low information voter, if you're out there and you're you're just struggling, you're one of the look. Two out of three families in this country are living paycheck to paycheck, folks. That that's that's a high percentage right there. So if you're one of those. Bidenomics ain't working for you. And you know it. And it doesn't matter how they sugarcoat it. You know Bidenomics ain't working for you. So after all of that, here's what the polling averages are showing for the Republicans. And, and let me get back to this. Donald J. Trump is at 51%. And, and he's not far from 515 half. And when he gets to 515 half, then he's at 52%. Okay? There are some polls that have him at 60%. 60%. Okay? The closest challenger is Ron DeSantis at 15%. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a mountain to climb. Uh, and then you've got Swamy, not Not some establishment. That's the beauty of this. The beauty of this. And this is where all of you voters, all of us need to take pride in this. So not only is Donald Trump Mr. Anti-Establishment at 51%. The second guy, our second choice is Ron DeSantis, also anti-establishment. He's hated by the Republicans, he's hated by the Democrats. He's at 15%. And then Robaswami, they really hate Robaswami. I mean, the Republican establishment, I forget what the Democrats think about Robaswami. The Republican establishment hates Robaswami. And I, you know, we could talk about him, but I'm not going to because he ain't going to win. But the fact that he's in third place at 9% that, that ought to tell you something. That tells you where the electorate right now, the electorate for the Republican primaries, the, the people who come out in droves to vote in the Republican primaries, they don't – and me as well. I include myself in this. We don't want an establishment Republican candidate to be president. We just don't. So so that's why you're seeing, and I'm telling you folks, that I'm not giving you one poll here. I'm giving you averages because the polling averages can give you better data to, to stand by than just one or two or three polls. So the averages, Donald Trump, 51%. Ron DeSantis, 15%. Robbiswamy, 9%. Then Nikki Haley comes along at 6%. And then... Everybody else is under four percent. Mike Pence, he's down there with the one percenters. Chris Christie down there with the one percent. They're not going anywhere. And and I, I'm just uh, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Scott is not even over four percent. And I would much I would rather, my personal opinion, if 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 we're gonna have somebody from the establishment, I would rather it be Tim Scott. But he's not even showing I mean folks, I there's something going on. And and this is why I'm telling you, and with and this is why I said the only guy that's got a chance is the only other guy in double digits and that's Ron DeSantis, but even I just, I just think this mountain's too big. Uh, Trump is over 51% and he's, and he's getting close to 52%. Uh, and this is the averages, this is the averages. That's a huge, I mean, I'm telling you, he's, and the, and he is starting to see a bump from the mugshot. So, uh, if this trend continues, Ron DeSantis has a chance, folks. He does in gaining because all he's got to do is make it about the economy. Talk about the issues. Don't talk about Trump. Don't talk about 2020. Don't talk about the indictments. You just focus on the economy, the economy, the economy. You remember Bill Clinton? It's the economy, stupid. It's the economy. That's what if Ron DeSantis or any candidate does that, that, that's where he's going to make inroads. Now, Trump, same thing. Donald J. Trump, listen to me well, and this is where I'll get to David's point. When David asked about, has Trump calmed down a little bit? Is, is he stopped putting his foot in his mouth? Is he, is he going to stop being his own worst enemy? And here's the thing with Trump. And Trump has an unbelievable, unbelievable chance to, to take this nomination and run all the way to the general election and beat the pants off the Democrats, no matter if it's Biden or Newsom. Because trust me, there are a lot of Democrats that want Newsom to be there, not Biden. Um, I, I'm just I'm telling you what Donald Trump needs to do is he needs to immediately. And and here's here's where Donald Trump is. The only reason that the polling averages have Donald Trump tied with Biden and not beating Biden, not beating the pants off Biden is because Donald Trump won't stop talking about 2020. I The best thing Donald Trump can do. And look, this is some free advice Now I should charge for this advice. And Donald Trump, you can hire me anytime. I'm ready to go, buddy. I'm ready to be hired by you. But Donald Trump, President Trump, you need immediately, the second you stop whining about 2020, the second you don't mention 2020 election again, and, and, and you, and, and not whine about indictments, but you own the indictments. You talk about being down for the struggle. You talk about, that's the second that you run away with this election. And David, you
1: got to comment. It's your show, and I hate to do this to you. No, go right ahead. There's something going on, obviously going on, and with your insight and knowledge, I think I would be doing an injustice if this point weren't brought up today because it could become instantly serious. Mm -hmm. And that's your old pal, Mitch. If Mitch... Ah drops dead on the stand. Oh, boy. (laughs) Where are we? What do we do? What do the Republicans do? And Mitch is not looking well. No, he's not. And, David,
0: I'm so glad you brought this up because I I said before, Mitch McConnell should have never, ever, 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 ever ran for re-election a couple of years ago. But he did because he won't let go of the power. These people, these establishment, at some point, ladies and gentlemen, we have to put the establishment out to the pastor. We have to. We have to. To use a good farming term, <laughs> we need to put them out to the pastor. But, here's and David, I know where you're going with this, and you're 100% right, just as we would expect the legend to be. We can't let go, Mitch McConnell go right now because the, the people of Kentucky were dumb enough. And I'm sorry, I've got listeners in Kentucky. I do. And, and I don't want to besmirch all of you, but how on this planet were you dumb enough to elect a Democrat governor? You, it was bad enough that you sent McConnell back to the Senate, but you didn't just do that. You put a Democrat governor in office in Kentucky. Now, what does that mean? That means Mitch McConnell, they're going to have to wheel him into the Senate on a gurney, do whatever they have to do. They may have to reenact weekend at Bernie's because we can't allow Mitch McConnell to go away just yet because if he does, the Democrat governor in the state of Kentucky will, will appoint a, a radical leftist Democrat to become Senator of Kentucky. And what's that going to do? Just as David was alluding to, what's that going to do? That's going to put the Senate into Democrat, more Democrat control, which is going to be even harder to get it out of their control in 2024. And then if we don't, even if Donald Trump gets elected, he's going to have to face impeachment after impeachment after impeachment because the Democrats will control the Senate. And listen, if they control the Senate, they're probably going to end up controlling the House. The Republicans only have a five seat lead. In a five seat majority in in the uh, House, and listen, that's not a safe majority. Um, so we've got a lot of work to do, and and this is why it goes beyond Donald Trump, which is, which is why I've been trying to tell you folks: you can't let Donald Trump's um, his his persona weigh you down in how you vote. It is important for you have to vote, and look, I don't like all Republicans. But there is no way I'm not going to vote for a Republican because I can't – we can't take the chance of Democrats getting control of the House back and keeping the Senate. And so right now McConnell is going to have to be held up and controlled like a puppet. He's going to have to be – and again, it might become weakened at Bernie's, but we cannot let McConnell go until we can get through the next election, which – Either the Kentuckians have to throw out the Democrat for governor and put a Republican in, which I think they will do, but we gotta get to that election. Uh, or we gotta get to 2026 when McConnell can go away. Because if you people in Kentucky, if you people in Kentucky get to 2026 and you nominate Mitch McConnell, because believe you me, Mitch McConnell will try to run again in 2026. So you people in Kentucky, you have to start now there. Listen, you found Rand Paul. One of the best senators to grace the halls of the Senate is from Kentucky. And that is Rand Paul. So if you guys found Rand Paul, you can find another Rand Paul. You can find there's somebody else in Kentucky that's ready to take the reins and run with it and be a good conservative libertarian. They can be another Rand Paul. You start now and you find that person so they can run in the primary and take McConnell out. Let's do it that way so that we can remain a Republican in the Senate. Because right, I like I said, the people of Kentucky. I don't know what they were smoking. Maybe some of that um, um, grass music they do about out there. But they elected a Democrat as governor, and so right now they're stuck with a Democrat in the governor's house. And if there's a Democrat in the governor's house, if McConnell goes away, they're going to appoint a radical Democrat to be, take that Senate seat, and we can't afford that to happen. So, so if you're, if you're one of those that are mad right now that, that, that McConnell's not stepping down and not, because he should step down, but he can't because that would give uh, that seat to a democrat and they don't want to do that. So so uh they they're just going to have to prop him up folks until we can get to the next election and and I don't know if the governor's up in 2024 in Kentucky but hopefully he is. So all right folks, we are out of time. You got to stay tuned for Locked and Loaded coming up with Roger B. He's going to talk to you about guns and the second amendment and who knows what else. Uh but listen, uh, he's going to talk about California. Uh but you stay tuned next week we'll get into more things. I didn't even get to the Gattison flag uh scenario thing the, the that big situation going on. We'll get to that and more next week. So, folks, stay tuned. This is the Locked and, Lo- Locked and Load is coming up. This has been On Point with Victor. We'll see you next week. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station.
1: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.